All right, guys. Good morning. Good to be with you. Can't see you this morning, but we're excited that we get to be able to worship together. Thankful for the technology that we have that we can be able to be streaming uh, and connecting all of us together. And so we do have a little bit of a different service, uh, something that has become a little bit of a tradition over the last several years of having this service to be able to reflect, to be able to look back on our past year and also looking forward. And so this year, uh, probably one of the most significant years for us to, to really look back and reflect and to invite God into the year. It's been a tumultuous year. There's been COVID. There's been economic uncertainty and job loss. There's been racial tensions, protests. We've had a long, drawn-out election. This year's been full of many things that really have taken a toll on, on all of us uh, in varying degrees and in different ways. And, and none of us have had a similar situation throughout the whole church. None of us have gone through the same set of circumstances. Um, and so some of these have been much more personal. Some things have happened this year that have been much more impactful for us than it has been for others. And so we just want to have a service where we can be able to invite God into this space, where we can be able to reflect back, not just for the sake of remembering, but inviting God into this space of remembering 2020 and also looking forward to 2021. There's also things that we need to grieve. We need to uh, name those losses and list them. And so we have a couple different ways. Like I said, truly different service today that we have um, but I think it's going to be significant. I don't want to miss an opportunity that we can be able to invite God and to speak into this year, what God was doing in us this year. Uh, so we're going to reflect back on 2020. We're going to take communion together as a church, and then we're also going to look forward inviting God to define our future for 2021. So a couple things that you'll need, and you may want to pause the video to gather these. Uh, you're going to need get a sheet of paper, pen. You can also use note cards if you would like. And then also, since we're going to take communion, go ahead and get bread and juice or wine that you would like to take with communion. And after you gather those, like I said, you may want to pause, gather those, come back, and then um, we're going to pick up. All right, so you guys have your paper, pen, juice, bread, wine for communion. Um, Really, I was thinking about this service and about looking back and praying through it. God reminded me of a story. Um, it's a story of inflection points. And I think inflection points actually this algebraic term. I think we learned it in middle school, but I don't really remember much about it in the math terms. But essentially, it's when something significant changes on a curve. But we can also look at this in our own life, that inflection points are something significant that happens. A change has occurred where a true marked direction begins. And I want us to look uh, as we go, before we go into worship, I want us to look at Hagar and her inflection point. I think it's going to show us about God's heart and his character. And I want us just to spend a couple of minutes on this story. It's, it's in Genesis 16 that we find uh, the story of, of Hagar's life and, and this incredible, significant inflection point where God comes in, where he speaks, he moves, it transforms her life, it validates her past, and defines her future. 
And so Hagar was forced to leave her home of Egypt, and she was given away to be a slave to Abram and Sarai. And and Sarai mistreated her, and we see this whole story unfolding in Genesis 16 that led to Hagar running away. She was pregnant, and she was alone. She was in the middle of the desert, and she was in the middle of great need. And that point, beside the stream, in between two cities, along a road is where God met her in the desert, in the place of her greatest need. God asked her, he said, Hagar, where did you come from and where are you going? And this conversation unfolded between God and Hagar. And we see that in this moment, God is validating Hagar's past. He's validating where she is, and he's redefining her future. He's giving her a new future. He's giving her what the future will look like for her and her family. God saw her pain, and he validated that, where she had been through and where she was. And so it is after this exchange, this conversation that we see Hagar hearing from God where she had come from, where she was going to go, redefining her future, that Hagar then says, I have seen God. I have seen the God who sees me. And we get this first name of God, this attribute of God is called Elroy. It is the God who sees me, who validates where I am, who sees where I have been and what situation I'm in. And so as we begin to reflect on this pasture. We want to start out with this as the first element where we actually send, spend a little bit of time sitting with God, reflecting on this past year. We're going to allow God to validate where we've been, what this year has entailed, and what it's looked like for us. No matter the circumstances and how hard things have been. Because what's been hard for you has simply just been hard and is not to be compared to the hardest thing or the easiest thing. It simply has been hard for you because you have gone through it. And so this morning, we're going to spend a couple of minutes. Autumn's going to lead us in a song. Uh, I just invite you to go ahead and get your cards or your sheet of paper, your pen. And I want you to do two things. On the first note card or sheet of paper, go ahead and list out the blessings, the highs, and how God has met you this year. Grab onto each one of whatever one you'd like to. If you want to just focus on the blessings that he has shown you, the high moments throughout this year that you have had, or how God has met you this year, go ahead and write those on the first note card's blessings. Second note card, list the disappointments. List the low moments of the year and then list the losses. And we want to grieve with these losses. We want to grieve with these disappointments because they have been significant and they have happened. And so we want to grieve with God these losses in this song. And and there's a guiding question at the bottom of the, the slide on the screen right now, and it may help you kind of guide your conversation with God as you look through your highs and lows, the disappointments and the blessings, you can ask God, God, where have, what have you been doing in my life in 2020? So we're going to leave this uh, slide on the screen for you uh, and, and give you guys a little bit of time 
just to sit with the Lord, to ask him, uh, what have you been doing in my life this time? And for you to list out the highs, where God has met you, the blessings, and then also the disappointments, lows, and losses to grieve. In our house church in Cambodia, um, of just this continually coming back to, I'm going to build my life on you, on your love. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep committing. I'm going to keep running towards you. And I feel like that's my understanding of inflection points in my life, is that they never come <laughs> in good, easy, sweet times, but they're in times of challenge, in times of unsure of what's going on, where God is, and he moves, and he speaks, and he reminds us, and he gives us his promise, and he, he guides us and leads us. He's the good shepherd, and we see God's character, his heart for us, most fully played out in the life of Jesus, through Jesus' words, his character, his actions. And so as we move into our time of communion, we're going to move into a time of pivoting from the past, reflecting on the past, to the present, to sitting with Jesus, to remembering, to holding tight onto Jesus, to him on the cross, to who he is and what he has done for us. It's the greatest inflection point in the history of the world. It changed everything, his death on the cross. It reconciled us, giving us pathway access, giving us a way back to God, bringing rejuvenation, redeeming all things that we continue to see happen and move forward. And so as we move into a time of communion, um, I just encourage you to go ahead and close your eyes that these words, these truths that I'm going to share, just that they would wash over your heart and that they would fill your mind and they would encourage and rejuvenate your soul <clears throat> as we prepare to take communion remembering our Jesus, our Savior on the cross. And so as we look back on 2020 through the lens of the cross, we are reminded that Jesus forgives us of all our sins, that we can be truly set free. Jesus he heals us of all of our diseases. His kingdom continues to come and will continue to come. And we're reminded that Jesus redeems our lives from the pit and crowns us with love and compassion. He changes our identity. He gives us a new title. He calls us sons and daughters. And so we join together in remembering our Savior on the cross when we take communion. And so Jesus told his disciples, and he took this bread. We see it in the Gospels. And Jesus said that this is my body. It is given for you. Take and eat.
And in the Gospels, we see Jesus sharing that. He said he took the wine and he told his disciples to drink this in remembrance of Jesus' blood poured out for us, for our forgiveness. Let's pray. Jesus, in this moment, right now, we hold tight onto you. We cling to you. We remember your life, your death, your resurrection. And we claim it. God, that you invite us into taste your most pure love that we see you laying down your life for us, giving us access, giving us reconciliation back to the Father, that we may be forgiven. And so, Father, we remember, we hold tight on to you as we let go of 2020. We hold tight on to you we invite you into today. We're thankful and we celebrate your life and your death and your resurrection. Amen. All right, so we're going to move on to our third part. I hope you still have your cards close by. Go ahead and grab them. Two things I want you to do with your first card, your blessings, your highs, the ways that God has met you this year. You may want to stop. Two options. You may want to stop and just have a conversation with those that you're watching this around. Go ahead and pause the video and talk about where you have seen God's blessings, the highs that you've had this year, and the, uh, the places where God has met you this year. Second option it would encourage you to seek out a good friend, someone that you trust, and to sit down with them and share them these ways that you've seen God move in your life. The blessings that have come out of a hard year and the ways that you have seen him actively moving in your life. And I would encourage you, go ahead and do this within the next week before the new year. It gives a little bit of a deadline on it, and it gives us just that opportunity to do what we do every month. Of, of giving our thanksgiving before God, of, of standing up on the last Sunday of the month and sharing how God has been faithful to his word, to his promises, and where we have seen God at work in our community and in our church. Uh, I think this will be a special time for you to be able to go and share this highs, this blessing, the ways that you have seen God moving and where he's met you in this life. With the second card, the disappointments, the losses, the lows of the year. I want you to hold tight. I want you to know that God sees us, but that our 2021 is not defined by our 2020. The future is not defined by the past. And so I want you to take this card and I want you to rip it up now. Go ahead and tear it. You may want to tear it about... 100 pieces if it has been one long year, but I want you to let go 
of this year, recognizing that our 2020 does not define our 2021. God defines our future. And it's to him that we look for our future. He's the one that brings Jesus into our life, and he is the one that brings an inflection point of change into our lives. Our 2021 is not defined by our 2020. God defines our future. And so as we move into this last part, we're going to look forward to 2021. Um, And so on the the screen, you'll see a couple promptings that we're going to go through. And we're going to play just a little bit of music and really just want to give you a few minutes to pause again and to recognize that God wants to work in us and through us in 2021. And so we're going to give an opportunity for him to speak to us about the next 12 months. Now, I don't, (laughs) he's not going to give you a 12-month plan step-by-step of what the year will look like, but it's my expectation that he's going to meet us when we invite him into the space, when we ask God, say, God, what do you have for me, for my life, my family in 2021? I expect him, know that he will move, that he will speak to you. And so we are, I want you to ask him for a few words, maybe two words, three words that you can hold tight onto that'll be significant for you as we look forward. He defines our future. And so you, I want you to write these down too. Anything that God, you feel him leading you towards. And so I encourage you to write this somewhere that you can, you can find this. <laughs> We're not going to be tearing this card up. You may want to do it in a journal or a note on your phone, uh, which is what I did. Um, something that you can keep around, something that you can come back to. Um, and and this, has been a, this has been a special time. We've done this years in the past, and, but even before I was on staff, significant things have happened in our church body. God has spoken. He has placed a word. He has altered the, um, the year and what people in our church have been looking for in the years to come. And one in particular was, um, was someone in our church who recognized that God was calling them to serve overseas. And this was the time when God impressed that firmly onto his heart and it altered the course of the year to come and the years after. So I don't think God's going to do that for all of us. But I want you to hold on tight to this moment that it is a special opportunity where we can invite and ask God to speak into our future. God, what do you have for me in 2021? So on the screen, we're going to leave that up there, that slide. um, And we're going to just pause for a few minutes and allow you to spend a couple minutes talking to God. That guiding question at the end maybe most helpful. God, where are you leading me in 2021? We'll come back after. Thanks.
Okay, well, <clears throat> I've had a couple minutes just to be able to sit back, to, to relax, pause, and invite God to speak into this coming year. I hope you did write a couple of words down. You feel like God was impressing your heart. Hold, hold on tight to these. And, and even one more encouragement uh, is for you to be able to, this is a big ask, this is a big, this is a big thing, but I think it would prove to be really powerful for our faith is, is for you to plan a date six months out, Put it on the calendar now, six months, no matter when it falls, for you to spend, we'll start with an hour, spend an hour revisiting this card, talking to God, looking at what he spoke, reminded you of today, and then looking six months out and seeing what has he begun to do, how have these words played out as powerful or significant in your life. Um, this, this form of remembering or of looking back and reflecting, it builds our faith and we need it because it does strengthen our hearts. It reminds us of God's character, of his goodness, of his deep love for us. Um, and I think this could be a significant way for you just to be able to pause halfway through the year sometime this summer and for you to look back and to see what God has been doing through the words that he has spoken to you today. Guys, we're so thankful that you were able to join us today. This is a service really where we get to, to praise God for what he has done, acknowledging that he is with us through the past. He sees us. He validates us. He validates the year that we have had. He invites us to the table, calls us to remember to hold tight on to him and wants to define our future, wants to speak into our lives, wants to lead us in all that he has for us for 2021. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for how you always and continually step in to our challenging circumstances. In the places where we need you, you come, you speak, you validate. And God, I do ask that you would meet all of us where we are at this moment and that we would look to you for defining our future for our next year. We would hold tight onto you, God. Hold tight onto your character. Hold tight onto your goodness. Continue to use these words to encourage us, to spur on others, to deepen and strengthen our faith. You love us so much. We're so thankful for you, for all that you've done for us, for all that you mean to us. We love you. Amen.